was going to bring all that out tonight, but we'll wait a week. <clears throat> so, so, Brother Matt, I remember, if you might remember, actually, several weeks ago, we had service, and when I was done with the service, somewhere in there, I said, there's a spiritual inventory sheet. You ought to take one home and see what your spiritual gifts are. So Matt took one home and uh, did his test, and then he came back in about a week later. It wasn't even a week, was it? And uh, he said, Pastor, I, I, I have the gift of pastor, or shepherdess, I think it's in the thing. Anyway, so he wanted, the question was, what do I do next? Exactly what you said. And uh, I said, well, I said, you can, because he's young, but you can maybe do some uh, online Bible courses. You can start studying your Bible. You can start to speak. Okay, I'll work on a sermon. So he started working on a sermon, and you're going to hear that sermon tonight. So Matt, why don't you come? But uh, how old, what grade are you in, Matt? Sophomore. That's great. So he's, you know, he's still young, but uh, I'm looking forward to hearing him, to be honest with you. It's always a blessing when the church has somebody called to preach, or the mission field, pastor, church, etc. That's just, a, I mean, for our church, that's kind of what we're supposed to do. Amen. I'm going to pray quickly. <clears throat> Dear Jesus, thank you for this day, Lord. Lord, thank you for letting us join together in your house publicly, Lord. Lord, thank you for letting us be able to worship, Lord. And Lord, you know how nervous I am, Lord. So Lord, please be with me and use me as a vessel and speak, my mes speak your message to the congregation, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Now I want to give some background information on this queen Sheba. The Queen of Sheba would have been one of the top three smartest people under King Solomon himself, and here's how I know this. Her kingdom was in the southern tip of Arabia. Arabia has always been a flourishing territory with their abundant resources. These resources make the Queen very rich. I use air quotes for flourishing because while the territory is extremely rich, they have always been more struggling. This wealth means she could afford textbooks and tutors, which would have cost a couple down payments on a house. With textbooks being written by hand way back when, they took over a year to print, which made them costly. Anyways, the, queen, the queen's great wealth means she was part for the course in the brain department next to King Solomon. Yet this hyper-intelligent queen could not outsmart him. Solomon was truly the smartest man on earth, the wisdom of a divine origin. He used his wisdom to acquire great wealth and resources. Open back to verse 14, First uh, Kings chapter 10. What's my Bible now? Now the weight of gold that came to Solomon in one year was six hundred threescore and six talents of gold. Besides that, he had of the merchantmen of the traffic of the spice merchants, and of all the kings of Arabia, and of the governors of the country. For a little context, by the way, all those talents of gold equated to around $1.75 billion in today's money every year. That was partly because of his monopoly on the spice trade. Also, the influences over the kings of Arabia didn't hurt either. They must have collectively paid hundreds.
hundreds of millions of dollars in tribute to King Solomon. Generally, when there is a rich and mighty ruler and they don't feel like conquering a territory, they will steer their territory into submission. This is why the Arab countries most likely pay tribute, to avoid Solomon's wrath and invasion. Now skip to verse 23. So King Solomon exceeded all the kings of the earth for riches and for wisdom. And all the earth sought Solomon to hear his wisdom, which God had put in his heart. Now most people know this, but take note. If you do an impressive thing for God, he will not appear to you and speak to your ears. In the New Testament, which we are all living, God speaks to our hearts. Amen. But this temple was still very impressive. Uh, what if, would it have been bigger than our church for the period it was a magnificent structure and Solomon put his best foot forward? He did an amazing job and God was proud of him like a father receiving a card from his kid. This is truly a beautiful passage if you read between the lines. Amen. Now I'll go back to 1 Kings chapter 6, verse 20. And the oracle in the forepart was 20 cubits in length and 20 cubits in breadth, and they 20 cubits in the height thereof, and he overlaid it with pure gold, and so covered the altar, which was of cedar. The area before the Holy of Holies was huge for its time, 20 cubits by 20 cubits, if my math is correct, is about 600 square feet. Now that room was plated in pure gold as well. This place is fancier than Donald Trump's penthouse. It was magnificent. That's a ton of gold in the tens of millions of dollars worth. Psalm put a lot of care, money, resources, and more money into these projects for God. On top of that, he witnessed to the rulers of his day, Queen Sheba being the notable example. I'm looking around, and while I don't see any billionaires or kings of Israel, I do see people with, resource, with a resource far more vast than Solomon ever could dream of. And that resource is time. A king doesn't get much free time, but most of us do. We need to take that time and use it for God. God is what matters, not TV, books, video games, makeup, nice clothes, or shoes. That's all worthless to God. Keep your eyes on the sparrow. Solomon had no free time, but he still witnessed upwards of thousands of people. So why can't we witness to our waitress, the store clerk, the mechanic, whoever? Witness to anybody. Go to all the ends of the earth. We have the Great Commission for a reason, amen? amen? To lead lost souls to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Dear Jesus, thank you for this day, Lord. Lord, thank you for helping me to calm my nerves, Lord, so I could deliver a short message, Lord. I hope it helped at least one person here tonight, Lord. Lord, thank you again for letting us all be able to worship publicly. And Lord, please be with some of our fellow church members and brothers in Christ that live out west, Lord, that are being fined for just meeting and praising you, Lord. And in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.